The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The day I shipped out, the number a dozen upon my return. We're a hundred or so From the coast and from the prairies I bet they keep coming Add one more name a highway of heroes from the trues. Gosh, that song just gets me every time I hear it. Um, and I know it does for our next guest as well. And, and uh, he joined the Canadian Armed... Hold on. He joined the Canadian Armed Forces uh, and the military police in March of 1988. He served as a criminal investigator, security and counterintelligence investigator, as well as the Canadian Forces forensic identification technician. Wrap your head around that one. He's worked with the RCMP as part of a joint outlaw motorcycle gang task force. He served in Bosnia, Southwest Asia, and Afghanistan. He retired from service in 2017 as Wing Chief Warrant Officer at 8 Wing Trenton with the Royal Canadian Air Force. He saw a lot in his many years of service. And now Darcy Elder works as Director of Development for Wounded Warriors Canada. Hi, Darcy. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jalen. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice to talk to you. Can you take us back to deciding to join um, the Canadian Armed Forces and the military police? Why was that something that you wanted to do? Well, I, the, my family, I come from a, a line of military folks in, in the family, and, and uniformed service was kind of, it was, it was kind of meant to be, I guess. Um, my father was in, in the RCF back in the day. And my mother as well, and then my mother worked with RCMP. And coming out as a plowboy from Saskatchewan, um, <laughs> that's where I grew up. I was in cadets, and the ir- irony is I was a sea cadet in Saskatchewan, so there's <laughs> not much water there. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was kind of it was always, I guess I would say my thing, and and I loved it. It taught me a lot certainly as a young person. And then uh, when I joined it, it, 18 years old, left home, it, it, it just felt right. It was the right. Darcy, I kind of listed off all of the things that you have done in your role as military police, the criminal investigator, security and counterintelligence investigator. You worked as the Canadian Forces forensic identification technician. Um, In your role with the National Investigation Service, what did you do? Well, so, you know, that unit was stood up, uh, you know, um, in the... the, uh, in the late 90s, and it became um, basically the major crime investigation branch of the military police, so an independent body investigating serious and sensitive issues within the military. So in, in my role, I started out as certainly as that investigator, um, but I also, you know, through training and development, um, spent pretty much most of my career in that, um, and then, you know, worked in, in the forensic ident field, um, you know, I, I know you mentioned the criminal intelligence with the outlaw motorcycle gang stuff. Um, yeah, so it was all facets of that that major crime investigation, um, and it was at home and abroad. Yeah. Um, and one of the big things uh, that I tied into it was in, in certainly near and dear to 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 the Army of the West, certainly to Edmonton, was the the French identification and the, the assistance in the repatriation of fallen members. 
Yeah, Darcy, I wanted to talk to you uh, about that. Now, we met for the first time uh, in Kingston at a, at a mess dinner a few years back. Uh, we soon realized there was uh, about, you know, that whole, what is it, six or seven degrees of, of separation. Um, our connection was through a friend of mine whose husband died in Afghanistan and your job. Do you remember that night? I do. It was yeah. uh, actually that discussion was was pretty emotional, actually. Cause, well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I think for both of us, because I can remember talking to you, and as I'm telling you, um, you had asked me how I'd gotten involved uh, with being an, an honorary colonel, and I was kind of telling you the story, and and your eyes were getting wider and then filling up, and then yeah. when I'm watching this, I was getting goosebumps, thinking, "What what the hell's going on here?" Yeah, you were. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, you know that was that was you know sadly it's it's it's, it's a fact of life in a war. But you know those first four members that that, that were killed in in Afghanistan that, that was certainly the start of sadly many. Um, but there's a cost with with that with wars. Um, but you know, giving the dignifying their sacrifice and bringing them home was important. And and quite frankly. Uh, Canadian Forces, we, we kind of let a lot of that go, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were kind of starting from scratch in many ways. Yeah, of course. Now, when, um, so April 17th, 2002, the first four Canadian soldiers yep. were killed in Afghanistan. Um, as you mentioned, you were there in Trenton when um, they were repatriated. Yeah. Uh, and then for, what, the next 30 or more? Yeah, well, on and off, there was uh, a number. There was, there was a whole team of, of members from the National Investigation Service, from the mm-hmm. military police, who are, are very, very competent, excellent folks. But this became, sadly, a big part of the business and what we did, um, because you have to have that legal cause of death. And you can say if someone was killed in action through a, <clears throat> a roadside bomb or an IED or whatever, but the reality of it is, bringing them home to Canada, we had to have a legal causation of death. So, um, so that, part of your role is doing the post-mortem. Yeah, yeah, and that, the first four was, because again, our, our military affairs within the Canadian Forces, we didn't really, we weren't, I, you know what, I'm going to call it for what it is. We weren't truly prepared. We were kind of, I won't say flying by the seat of our pants, but we had a lot of legwork to do to get to the to the point where we liaised with the Ontario Chief Coroner's Office, and because at the time I was in, in at Base Board and CFP Board and outside of Barrie, and I was the detachment commander for the NIS. So, mm. with a bunch of other folks, we liaised and set it up, and and yeah, and then it's it's following that role to document that causa- causality of death. Can you tell us? Um about being on the ground um, in in Trenton um, when those soldiers were repatriated. I mean, I I've seen the video. I can remember being a reporter and and, and covering it. Is there any way to describe that? Um, well, the first four, I, I think, were the most profound. Yeah. Because I I, I don't know statistically or, or historically what when the last mass casualty we had like that in the Canadian Forces was. But it garnered so much attention in Canada um, at the time, and, and, and rightfully so, because they paid the ultimate sacrifice. Um, so when they arrived, it was, it was you know, the ramp ceremony. That was the first of, of, of many, mm-hmm. and the emotions were high, right, and, and, and the coverage of it. Because for many, many years, through the 90s and that, you know, the Canadian Forces, we were just there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think publicly we were as supported as we should have been. I, and, and I think that war in Afghanistan changed things for us in Canada, for the Canadian, the members of Canadian Forces. But it totally emotional. And then the families, like, it's, it's heart-wrenching. And I... You have to keep the game face on, though, because we had a job to do. We had to then move on to Toronto, and that's where the Highway of Heroes started. Um, and then we were at the morgue in Toronto, and, you know, I believe it was a Friday. I, You know what? The days are sketchy because, you know, yeah. I live with it now, but I don't really think about it. But I think it was a Friday, and we worked through those four, four postmortems. We worked the team that I had. I had a team of two other fellows with me, and... Um, we worked, I don't know how many hours through in that morgue to get it done, because, again, this was kind of new yeah. in many ways yeah. uh, for, for, for 2000 and uh, in this new millennium for us with the military. So, yeah. Now, I, you were also in Afghanistan for ramp ceremonies. You were at the other end yeah. as well. Um, and, I, you know, I, I can't imagine... And actually, I think you may have kind of been, you know, one of the onlys at, at, at both ends, you know, having been there on all the way around. I, I can't imagine the impact that has had on you, Darcy. It's, um, you know, I, I went through, yeah, I, I, you know, I've had my own struggles in life um, with a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, death was, was, was a challenge for me, mm-hmm. being around a lot of death. Not just through the policing side of it, but certainly my three years that I served in Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, but again, when you see that flag draped coffin, and, and and I don't want to make it sound like a cliche or anything, but when when it's being marched into the back of that aircraft, it's it's and and everybody's like, like all nations, you know, it's it, it it's it's totally emotional and the, the, the sadness because the sadness for the family, the sadness for those brothers and sisters in arms, it's, it's, yeah, it's very emotional. Um, you mentioned uh, Highway of, of Heroes. We played that song by the Trues. I want to, I, yeah. need, to take a, I need to take a bit of a, a, a break here, but I want to talk to you about um, the Highway of Heroes and yeah. uh, when we come back. But I also want to talk to you about your work with Wounded Warriors because they're doing such great things for our, for our um, military and our first responders. Darcy, can you hold the line for a moment? Sounds good. Thanks. Awesome. Darcy Elder joining me this afternoon, retired military police, um, and he retired as the Wing Chief Warrant Officer at uh, 8 Wing Trenton. We'll continue the conversation after this. We will be there to protect you. Darcy Elder joining me today as we take an afternoon to remember ahead of Remembrance Day. Darcy, as you've heard, has served in Bosnia, Southwest Asia, Afghanistan. He retired from service. Well, he was a military police uh, for, for years. He retired from service in 2017 as Wing Chief Warrant Officer at 8 Wing uh, Trenton. That's when uh, I met uh, Darcy. Now, Darcy, we talked about the Highway of Heroes, and that goes from uh, CFB Trenton into Toronto. And tell me, tell me about that. Tell me about traveling that. Tell me about seeing people standing there and 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 paying tribute well it I, it reinstills what we are with our values and and who we are as canadians i think that's that's an important part of it like uh, it totally overwhelming um i know you know i certainly wasn't in the main the main uh, motorcades traveling because mm-hmm. we had other things to do but you know talking to those 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 members that were escorting 
the fallen home, and, and that it's it, it's totally overwhelming. But it reinforced the values of what we as as a country are, um, which is at that time I think was was important because it was controversial getting into the Afghan conflict anyway. So, mm-hmm. but it, it, you know, and I'm going to throw it as a segue, I guess, because you were going to ask about Wounded Warriors. But yeah. you know, in Wounded Warriors, we use we use the tag there. It's basically in this together, and truly in Canada. It's, we are all in this together. Whether con- whatever conflict, peacekeeping mission, peacemaking mission, we're, we are all in this together. And it's 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 those that we leave behind. Um, you know, the, the mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, spouses, partners, um, children. Uh, you know, it, uh, we may go away, but because uh, mm-hmm. we, we have a job to do, and that's that that that's what we do. But um, there's a whole another army standing behind us here at home, and it was really refreshing to to see that from from Canadians, you know, and it was from coast to coast to coast. And Darcy, uh, Wounded Warriors does uh, great work with our first responders and our our military personnel. Why was it so important that you get involved? Well, I I was involved with them um, to support them when I was still in in uniform service, still in the military, and they did the Highway of Heroes ride from from Trenton to, to the legislature in Toronto, and they have a pond hockey tournament that raises <laughs> quite a bit of funds in, in the Quinty region for, for the Warriors. So it was just, it, it made sense for me because mm-hmm. I went through some of my own struggles, and and my wife Tammy and I had gone on one of their programs, the, the Couples Overcoming PTSD Everyday Program. Yeah. And that was right after I retired because, you know, I struggled in my retirement because I was a bit lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that certainly saved my marriage, um, but it also probably, in many ways, helped get me to the place where I'm at in life today, which is still here, standing on on the ground. Yeah, in, uh, and in so that that was a selling feature for me. It, it it was amazing program, so I wanted to get involved, and I talked to them, and 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 I wanted to help. Darcy, before I let you go, I'm, I'm curious to know, uh, I know you're traveling right now, and I really appreciate you taking the time to join us while, while you're away. Um, what, what do you think about on Remembrance Day? What goes through your mind? Oh, well, you know, um, since I retired, I actually, I, I, I've only gone to, it's only been three years, but yeah. I haven't gone to a place because I find it very difficult now, and I don't know why. Hmm. Um, but my wife served too, so we kind of have a quiet day by ourselves, and we just reflect on certainly our service, but the service of you know those that came before us and those that will come after us. We're kind of like it's just kind of wow. Yeah, did we really do all this stuff? And <laughs> did they really do all this stuff? Yeah. Were all those sacrifices for the right reasons? I believe they are. Um, but yeah, it's just a day of reflection. And even with my travels, I there's a. There's some um, um, services here locally where I'm traveling, and 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 I'll probably pop by there um, to show my respects. Darcy, just um, I was talking briefly with our our mutual friend earlier today, and mm-hmm. she had just um, wanted me to tell you that she's not just to say to you that that she's not sure that you could ever truly understand what it means to a widow to know that her husband was not alone and it was cared for by one of his own. Mm. 
Yeah. And that, and and that that was her message um, to you today. So um, uh, when you see her, give her a big hug. I will. I promise. I promise. I will. And she asked me to do the same uh, for you as yeah. well, Darcy. I hope our paths cross again soon. Well, and I'm sure they will. And, and thank <laughs> you for having me. And 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 I want to say a shout out to you though for for you know your role as honorary colonel. That those make it, that makes a difference. You're the civilians in the uniform, but. That's important because you connect us to the community. Yeah, well, it's been it's been an honor for the past four years, Darcy, and I I thank you for your kindness and your support and your advice over the years as well. So, thank you for this Thanks, and thank David. you for your service, Darcy. Thank you. Okay, okay. thank you, Darcy Elder, joining me uh, this afternoon, retired um, military police officer. Um, one of those, one of those guys on the ground um, back in in Trenton when um, when our, our soldiers were repatriated was was there to take care of them and um, yes a tough job uh, without a doubt and was also in Afghanistan uh, was um, on missions uh, there when uh, we lost um, some of our soldiers there 158 Canadian soldiers in Afghanistan of course. Um, and uh, and saw the ramp ceremony from the other end as well. We'll take a break here at 2.55. When we come back, Robin and Armand McCormick, their son Zachary died in Afghanistan about 10 years ago, just coming up to 10 years ago. We'll talk to them after this.